Hello, and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. Today, we are excited because we are going to talk about themes. themes. Escape room themes. Now, before we get into escape room themes, I know that there are a couple announcements we want to make. Right? Yes. Man Pans yes. and Mike. Everybody's here. Sorry. My name is Errol. I'm Amanda. I'm Ruby. And I'm kind of sick, Mike. Wait, wait, I'm wait. I'm sick. Yeah, I Ruby's thought Ruby sick. was sick. Besides, when do you call yourself Manda? Do you always say Manda? Yeah. Don't you say Man Pans? No, I don't actually no? call myself Man Pans. Oh, I guess I don't pay attention when you say... I, I do one. use my given name. <laughs> Why not call yourself <laughs> Man Pans? Uh, because everybody else gets their real name. Well, you know, everybody, we had a whole segment on why you were called Man Pans. I know, I know. That's, that's a nickname. I'm not like... Why does Man Pans have said we'd names? all like need nicknames in our intro. You could be like, I'm Air Bear or whatever. I don't and have a nickname. That's, maybe you need one. But you don't use your first name, Errol. I don't. Yeah. I use my middle name. See, I use my middle name. That could be like my nickname <laughs> and your nickname. Is what about Man Mike Pans. and Ruby? Mike and Ruby? Yeah. They can have nicknames for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun if Mike had a Korean name. Why? <laughs> I like Korean names. Okay. <laughs> what would my Korean nickname be? Oh, I don't know. I know. I don't. I I can't even pronounce Korean names, so I have no idea. I can't even say I love you in Korean. I they, I hear it so many times. <laughs> yeah, but I can't seem to. I can't seem kind to of. say it. <laughs> you say it then. I I can't say. It. I don't know how to say it. So announcements. <laughs> So first, we are going to be at the Escape Summit in Peterborough coming up May 27th to 28th. That is a Monday and a Tuesday. Errol and myself uh, are definitely going to be doing workshops. So those are going to be fun. Huzzah, I think I'm doing a puzzle. You're workshop. doing a puzzle one. <laughs> surprise, I surprise. am going to do one focusing on narrative, which has yet to be announced on which part of narrative I'm focusing on. Because there's a lot of narrative out there. <laughs> And uh, Mike and I think I think we're going to be doing a live podcast. Yeah, Probably. that's what the organizers were saying. Yes. Yeah, I don't know on what though. We don't know on what, but come see our oh, live maybe show. We could ask people to give us suggestions. We could ask people to give us suggestions. If people, see, we didn't leave this to the end, so hopefully you haven't zoned out by now, and <laughs> you can send us your questions on what we should talk about when it's live. Yes, at roomescapedivas@gmail.com. I last think nobody time, was paying attention. Uh, last time I was live, we interviewed people. Oh, right. So we did like a live Q and A. Yeah. And Errol tried to tackle the projector. Oh, it, right, right. That <laughs> was at Transworld. Yeah. That was at Transworld. The first one. Oh, that yeah. The second one we did live when it was at the. It was Escape outdoors. Maze. Fun day. Right. Oh, right. Escape maze day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up. That's super fun. The other thing is happening. We're going on trips this year. So uh, Mike, Ruby, and myself are going to be going to New Orleans in May. And how do you pronounce it? Huh? Is it I, New no, Orleans? No. Or is it New Orleans? I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably butchering. I, I thought no, it was New I Orleans. Know. I New have Orleans. no idea. Uh, we're going there in May. Uh, Mike Nola. has the exact dates. May. We are going there for no, uh, May 10th. Well, we're, we're arriving in the evening. And we're leaving Houston on the 18th. Yes. So we're doing a big trip. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you would yeah. like people to join you. 
Yes. 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 Uh, we're going to be doing 13th Gate and Baton Rouge. On the 15th. Uh, on, yes. Baton. Is that how you pronounce it? Baton? Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Okay. There we go. So uh, for people that can join us, uh, we'd Let love us to know. play with you. Yeah, because yeah. we need people for 13th Gate. It's only going to be the three of us. And, and if you're you like Errol, they won't have an Errol, so you can be the Errol. No, no, we don't need Errols. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just, yeah, we, we, we need bodies Everybody in the room. Everybody needs an Errol. <laughs> Everybody needs an Errol. Do they? Do they? <laughs> And then July 6th to 12th, I think. No, 6th to 11th. Errol and I are going to be joining Errol's sister in first Vancouver, and then we're taking a trip to Seattle. So we're going to be doing as many escape rooms as we can while we're there, and specifically with Curio. And I think... And that's exciting. Actually, yeah. it's surprising. You are doing two trips. I'm you doing the two trips. I am spending... Fiend. Way too much money. I don't know how other enthusiasts do it. This, I'm surprised because this is the first time I'm doing a dedicated trip just for escape rooms by flying. So we have done dedicated trips by driving, like to Montreal, mm. to, you know, south of us. But now... South? Just south? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't remember all the places we went to. I know we went to Transworld. We also went to Niagara Falls a couple times. That was the same place. <laughs> But we went to Buffalo. That wasn't. We went to Buffalo and then, but driving through Niagara Falls. But we've been to Niagara Falls just for escape rooms, too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Mike and I did. We did a trip where we were just doing escape rooms with two of our friends. Where? Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. See, yeah, we went through like, what is it? St. Catharines and Niagara Falls. Yeah. I need to do more of these trips. That'd be amazing. <laughs> They're expansive. Yes, yep. they are. Like, Especially I when was you calculating stay over. for our New Orleans trip. We're going to be New spending- Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a thing. We're going to get so many emails on the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. We should probably just type it into Google. No, we're not doing that again. It told us how to say mimesis. Yes, 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry. Anyway. Yes, we're really excited, and even if you can't play with us, you know, that's where we are during those times, so... But divas need arrows, so if you are going to be in New Orleans, or New Orleans, in May the 10th... Yep. They are looking for people. Not to... May 10th, May... Oh. 18th? 15th. I've already messed May 15th. Up. May 15th, we'll be in Baton Rouge, and we're gonna be... Yeah. Oh, right. That's a no- needing uh, a fourth for sure. Yes. Needing a fourth for that for sure. Everywhere else, I think is f- we're fine. So, but yeah. if you want to join us, you know, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about themes. Themes. This is so, going to be a little mini episode, right? It's a mini sode. Yeah. It's a mini sode. Is yeah. that what we call it? A mini sode. That's what I've decided. Oh, really? Is that a thing in the podcast world? It might. Like uh, a mini soda? I think it might just be a thing. Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. I think idea. I've seen the term around. Mini sode. Yeah. Mini sode. So this is a mini sode. It comes, uh, and it came from our friend Jonathan, who asked us, who said to us that he'd like to see us do an episode on themes or discussing themes. Jonathan runs Escapearium in Montreal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Driscoll. Yes. Yes. He's actually, he runs a lot of escape rooms in Montreal. Yes. And they are quite... They're quite impressive. impressive. Yeah. Yes. 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 So 
Man Pans has a wonderful show notes that he's going, she's going to. <laughs> From my almost dead phone. So what I've done, I don't know if, if Ruby is aware of this one yet, but what I have done is I have written down some common escape room themes. I actually have I the survey up. I have the survey up. Oh, great. So that I have... So you can refer to that. I so. can refer to the survey. And basically, the survey from 2018, which rates them from hate to love. Right. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. should we start have with the love? Have you seen The Enthusiast? Yes, I have. I just don't have a great memory of no, the bajillion questions you. that were in it. What? <laughs> anyway. Just, you just don't like things I make. Yeah, that's right. I don't. <laughs> that's why you didn't do the Cryptex hunt. That's true. Actually, no, I didn't. Sometimes make that when one. I get to your puzzles, I just want to just rip your hair out. Yeah, that's not you. just you. So, here is what we're gonna do. We're gonna list off a theme, which Arrow will take from his survey. Oh. We are going to list an example of an escape room we felt that uh, pulled it off very well. Oh. Uh, we're gonna list one that we think maybe didn't pull it off too well, or just without naming names, right? And like we can't say Manda. We can't say Manda. Or no. Man Pans. No. <laughs> and so then we're going to, and then uh, we're going to say how we think, you know, what we would like to see to help make that theme a little more unique or like spins on it. So that's the idea I have. We'll see how that goes <laughs> or how on track Starting at rated at around 2, 2.2, it looks like, we have theme list. Themeless, so just a puzzle. So rated room. between uh, one and five. Okay. Where five is love. Okay. And one is hate. This comes around about two on average, I... and it's themeless. Mm. We haven't done very many themeless rooms. We haven't. We've done a couple. Yeah, the the only ones that I can think of are from one particular company that chooses to be themeless for their own reasons. No, and, and then there's the 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 random room one. Random room one. The one that's just a random room, and then they told you you're not supposed to take apart anything, and then we ended up having to take apart the chair in order to find something. Oh, oh. right. Mysterious <laughs> room. That's no the longer around, room. so we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah I think like they might the have first... it in other parts of the like world, world. no? Oh. Yeah. It's just not Canada. <laughs> so is there is there an example of a themeless room that we've played that we really liked, or that you guys really liked? No. Uh, hold on there was okay there were aspects of the red room if you guys remember the red room yeah that's true what was the theme apart from it being red there was no theme it was a room and it was red it was red and solve the puzzles that is true yeah i I like the red room yeah it was clever in its mechanics right Mm -hmm. yeah what Um, what it lacked in theme it made up for in mechanics Yes. Right, and but the thing is, like, you can't really immerse yourself into that other than, hey, I'm in this freaking red room. I, unless you're yeah. a bull and you want to charge it, everything I don't know. Or like you're colorblind, so it doesn't it doesn't register <laughs> it's like that red. it's red. What the hell, this is great. <laughs> so we have red room. How about the second theme? The next se- one up. Do you want to? Oh. Okay. Oh, is there another thing you want to talk about? Oh, how to make a themeless room? But be- I don't. I don't think we can make that more unique. So I mean, themeless no, is no, kind of hard. <laughs> puzzles in a room. It's yeah. Just like yeah. Okay. So the funny thing is, out of all these themes, one that is most time, and this is an enthusiast point of view. This is not the mainstream because I'm sure the mainstream loves everything. Yeah. So the next one up is zombie. Zombie. Zombie, mm. zombie rooms. 
What zombie rooms did you guys like? Oh, obviously for me, it'd be Feed the Beast. Oh, you did love Feed the oh, Beast. Yes. That is zombie. Yeah, I right. love Feed the Beast. That was a really unique take on the zombie. Uh, Wait, the first one or the second one? Oh, I haven't done the second one. I, want, yeah, I was willing either. to do it again because I liked Feed the Beast so much. So Feed the Beast has a cool mechanic in it that... Unlike unlike other like you're trapped in a room with a zombie kind of games where there's a zombie constantly in the room that's constantly like hounding at you. There's actually a mechanic in this game that lets you almost control the zombie. So, you know, you have a grace period where you can solve puzzles for a time amount of time that he won't bother you. Now, it's still really stressful for me yeah, it was great. because in order to a long that time you need to collect things and basically feed the beast solve puzzles you had to solve puzzles you had to solve puzzles anyway so this room is panic factory's room panic factory's room yeah and i thought they did a great job it was just a lot of fun i really enjoyed that mechanic as you said and the second one i I should let you guys answer i mean because i oh yeah you can keep answering what's the second one it'd be locked in a room with a zombie that was the one that we did in Buffalo. Oh, the Buffalo. Yes. yes. Where Errol was very dramatic. Yeah, he was so dramatic that the zombie didn't know what to do with The him. zombie got scared. Yeah, the zombie just got... He, I remember seeing him pause, just like, what? Oh, I, I, like, they, I, I liked it because they had a fair mechanic as well. They had a fair mechanic, That's and they true. have a lot of room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like doing locked-in zombies, uh, locked-in zombie rooms with, like almost no room to maneuver and then people start bumping into things and or each other hurting yeah. themselves mm-hmm. it's just not fun i i think that also kind of covers our worst room which is again locked in a room with the zombie uh the variations that at least popped oh, up right. in toronto yeah. i mean all of them it's we've that one was covered called already. trapped in a room trapped in a Sorry. room with a zombie. no, 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 trapped no, in no a worries room. that's okay <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I forget all the names it's just like ah the yeah. variations in Toronto is uh, you basically have well the chain of the zombie kind of getting longer and longer as time goes on in this room that they they gauge it for what 10 12 players maybe yeah. but only probably fits about four to s- at most six players comfortably yeah um and it, it turns into a chaos fest because as the zombies start to chase people you're bumping into corners or open cabinets and stuff yep. and uh it becomes kind of a hazard and these games haven't really lasted long at least in toronto probably mm-hmm. a year tops for both versions mm. yeah there was another room that we did that had a zombie in it, but the zombie wasn't the main theme. But it was one of those, like, you got to get cured and whatever. And then I didn't get to see the zombie, but I know, I can't remember who we did it with, actually. Oh, there was a live Tra- actor zo- I mean, we've mostly been talking about live actor zombies, but we've also done a ton of zombie rooms where... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like- this one was the one without a zombie, uh, without a live zombie. But it was there was, like, a zombie if you went into the secret part of it. I think there was a reason to go to the secret part of it. I just I wasn't one of them that went in. Oh, oh okay. was that the yeah. one? In the, was that the one where you were chained to the chair forever? No. no. Okay. Uh, I think I know what she's talking about. It's a small downtown location, yes. and the zombie is just kind of a. It's sort of a prop in one room, and it it, it kind of goes along the lines of a scientist kind of curing kind of thing and oh, you don't yeah. know why you're curing because it's you're, you're trapped in this bunker because it's the apocalypse and all that stuff yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know if I consider that zombie room, but I guess sort of along the line of scientist zombie. Plague. There was a zombie. <laughs> yeah. I thought of a zombie room actually that I remembered that I liked, and I know you liked is Dead Air. Yes. That oh, one. Yeah. That one had a fun spin on the zombie, uh, on the zombie theme that right. I have yet to see in other escape rooms. Spin was that a pun? No, but yes, it was. <laughs> I'm that intentional in all my puns. <laughs> For those that don't haven't done the room, they don't know what we're talking about. But that's okay. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it's the on the website, around? isn't it? No, it is. It's, sorry, it's not a spoiler. I'm just it's not a spoiler. You don't know the the theme. Can it's I dead say the theme? About being in a DJ in a DJ room. So yes, I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called. DJ studio, a radio DJ station. booth. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Think- oh, we're the DJ. <laughs> anyway, there's a ton of zombie rooms. Ton of zombie rooms. Is there a way to make them more unique? I don't know, but th- that we can always just skip that question because I just thought of it off the top of my head. But wouldn't you, isn't it funny that the one that's the next hated zombie is worse than Office? <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Office. Well, to be fair, they're actually neck and neck, except I- Office beats it by like a point. Zero five. I think the problem with zombie is that with pop culture, especially right now with shows like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and you know, and I think we're going to talk about vampires later. Is that especially in the mainstream media, is that it's putting out Scary. these expectations of what you're supposed to expect. Like, uh, for example, I remember when we were uh, trying to come up with a name for a train escape, and we said, "Hey, let's do Terminus." I was first thinking, "Oh God." Are you sure we want to? Because what if people think this is like a Walking Dead thing? Because that was like a main uh, story arc in in The Walking Dead. And uh, again, uh, there were a few people coming up like, are there going to be zombies chasing after us on the train? (laughs) Right? And it's just kind of one of those expectations like, oh, is this going to be like The Walking Dead where we have to like beat off zombies to escape the room? You know, it's just one of those things. Someone Mm -hmm. asked... If it's going to be like Train to Busan. <laughs> oh, no, Errol wanted that. I would love Errol to Errol did that, want though. that. That would be amazing. But the uh, <laughs> the difficulty of pulling that off. I'd have to get like 100 actors. And a oh. big liability oh, insurance be, thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> anyway, zombies. Office. Office. Office, I actually didn't put down in my list because usually people put themes over an office kind of set. Yeah. Right? Like you usually have an office that leads to the serial killer or leads to Satan. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Demonic cults. Just mad doctor. Or um, you have to time steal travel. Sometimes heist ones. Or heist. Like heist. so office is kind spies. of difficult. Spies. Yeah. Spies. yeah. But there are there have been other ones that have just been purely office. Have there? Has there? What, what the one in Durham we did. Remember? I, unless but that was, was like a spy one, kind was of. It? I thought or, we just had to, Well, it's like a heist one. You had to go in and steal something. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, one up then heist. is horror, which was kind of tied with military. Horror is more a genre, though, than a theme, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. But, yeah. you know, I know. I think it's other things that might fit in horror. That do, that's not vampire and zombie and so serial like, killer. For instance, <laughs> Cabin in the what Woods a- was what I had on my list. Is a common theme that you see. Like Kilgore Cabin. Like, yeah, well, I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, you find a spooky cabin in the woods, you have to get in, and 
like ghosts. Then for example, we don't really have a we don't normally see a haunted or ghost, so that would probably fit in horror. Oh, we see ghost ones. Yeah, it fits in horror. Like I don't I wouldn't say horror. Least, how many ghost themes do you know? Let's see. There was Imaginarium. There was Maze. There was. Uh, so those fit in horror. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Those those do fit in horror, but they're not as common in my that I can think of. That doesn't also fit either zombie, serial killer, right. or vampire. Right. They're not as prevalent as. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah horror but, is super prevalent, but. Again, horror. Like I don't. I don't know if I'd call horror a theme. I would call no, it. No, it's a not so much that it's a theme, but something fits into it, right? Because you can't. You can't separate, you can't, we can't have a whole theme just on ghosts because it's not as prevalent. So we have ghosts in there. We have other horror things in there. Maybe, you know, it's like, 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 uh, like for example, uh, another one would be, you know, yeah. Or like butchers you're saying, but serial killer, there's a bunch of, or things that happen in a school. I just, I'm, I more mean like. Because a serial killer is a for is a form of the horror genre, right? Yes, it's a branch but there are of it. so many of them that it got separated. So you out. kind of just put it in as a catch-all for like yes. everything that yes. wasn't. Yes, yeah. That horror yeah, you said that earlier. I just yes. um, yeah. Uh, so what would be included in horror? Like ghosts. <laughs> like ghosts, but like what? But what else? Oh, I don't know. Anything that might fit into ghosts, like creepy Maybe. stuff. Maybe, uh, you know, because we don't actually have a Satan theme, but, you know, eventually you could, you know, any demonology uh, where you have to, um, what is it called when the all the girls from Jap- Japan try to free the evil spirit? What is that called? Um, what? Exorcism. Exorcism. That's oh. what I'm looking for. Japanese Japan. Yeah, you went to first? And why all the exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching? Oh, <laughs> too much, too too many K dramas. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but if you want, we can like group them all together in general, like horror, serial killer, vampire, anything of that no, nature. No, I think I think supernatural. I, uh, I think that vampire and serial killer des- deserve their own categories because there there are a lot there are a lot of them. There are a lot. I just mean, I just more mean like I wouldn't have, I would have put like, yeah, horror other, or like I wouldn't say horror is a theme. Well, it's not a theme, it's just that it's a catch-all. It's a catch-all, okay. Right. So, that being said, (laughs) what are some good other horror themes that you guys have seen or like well-implemented rooms? Apart from the two that you already mentioned? (laughs) Which ones? The 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 maze and imaginarium? imaginarium. Imaginarium, yeah. We yeah. mentioned so those are those have ghosts in them. Imaginarium is a newer room here in Toronto, and and it's not really scary. It almost yeah. doesn't really fit in horror. It's like you know you wouldn't put Disney's Haunted Mansion in horror. But if just because you don't find it scary doesn't mean someone else might not find no, it. No, no, very true. My, yeah, there, there are a couple would. of jumpy things in there oh, that that, is true. You that yeah that that got me. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not for the the majority of it is not meant to be like super scary, but it is creepy. Yeah. And Maze, however, just scared the crap. That was oh, super yeah. creepy. Maze was amazing. <laughs> oh for being my super gosh, that they have a different because I know that people are kind of split on Maze. So like, there's the type of horror which has a lot of jump scares. Who split on Maze? 
I, I've seen it in the enthusiast chats a lot where people are like, I hated Maze. And other people are like, I that? loved it. I don't, don't want to name names. That people hate Maze? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. You haven't? No. I have. Who? I don't want to say names. Oh, okay. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> I think for the most part, it is one of the rooms that's constantly promoted. Well, or sorry, that people didn't find it scary. Oh, okay. Then that's different than hate. <laughs> well, like, because they were comparing one horror room to another horror room, and they were like, well, this one's so much scarier, and I yes. disagreed. But they, they thought so because there's more jump scares in the other yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not hate. As an as an escape room, it's still... it's. It's still an amazing escape room, um, but I don't think... Okay, because they said they were bored by it, so... Yeah, the thing is with horror, and we get a question, this question quite a lot from uh, the blog, is that people will usually say, oh, I played this room, and it'll be one of the two in Toronto that people, I guess, consider scarier for whatever reason. And then I'll recommend something like Maze. It's like, it's not the same kind of scary. And of course, you can't tell people what's scary about it, right? Yeah. Um, you can only say this is, and then dot, 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 creepy. Yeah, it's kind of like... one is directly scary. It's like watching the Japanese-style horror films versus the Western, like, Hollywood-style horror films. The Japanese that- ones are usually, like, creepy and, like, they kind of play with your mind a bit it's not like they jump at you and like just pop out and scare you whereas like the hollywood ones generally go for the easy scare where they just jump out it's like you know all the build up all the music and all of a sudden this thing just pops at you right so it's a different type of horror or scary genre that it depends on personal preference whether it gets you or not yeah yeah i'm not an expert on horror films either because i don't watch western or (laughs) Asian it's the ones. I love that yeah the, the buildup of music the beat of silence and then the chung of whatever jumps out at you it's that's that's the go to with westerns mm-hmm. military military have we done that many military Just maybe a handful like a I handful can only think of, of military like the one in Ottawa the one that was that oh, was yeah. around here in Toronto and then they closed right that and we then did a bunch like of bunker ones as well yeah. I guess there are bunker yeah. Uh, I don't know. I find I find a lot of the bunker ones are underwhelming, uh, mm-hmm. just because a I lot agree. of the times what they fill it in is with any kind of stuff they buy in an army surplus, like pillboxes, <laughs> uh, old shell casings for ammo, stuff like that. But there's not really an appeal. They don't really try to use. I guess. I mean, how can you make puzzles that are appealing to people but still military-like, right? <laughs> Morse code. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Errol's just like, well, I know what that says. I don't need the sheets. So. I think almost every military game will have Morse code in it mm-hmm. and also the phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Actually, we did a recent one that was kind of military-like because it was it was a bunker. It was male. It was bunker, not military. But they they put a horror aspect to it, and there was no Morse code. Actually, a lot of bunker ones too. You know, sometimes has the oh, it's aliens or it's or it's zombies, right? Because they're mm. being bunkered up. Uh, Red Admiral was bunker. That was or sorry, no, it was military. That actually, yeah, yeah. that would be considered. Yeah. That was very military. That's right. true. Very military without any type of uh, monster scrapped food. <laughs> yeah, Red Admiral's done by Home Escape Scarborough. If you very well done. Very well, yeah, very well done. Very, very well implemented. A little yes. annoying at times. A little, yes, a little annoying, annoying at times. Yeah. 
but i mean yeah. for for like a, a military type room they they took it to the next level it wasn't like a bunker it wasn't like you're look you know you're you're stuck somewhere down in a hole where everything's just scraps and you know you're you're trying to survive or anything like that it's a it's an actual military type room mm-hmm. one of the poorly implemented ones i've seen was the pop-up one we did at up the game last year that was the one where I went up to them before I did the game saying like, oh, hello, I'm interviewing people. They're like, yeah, talk to us after. And then I skulked away after (laughs) because I did not want to have to. It was like it was a little pop up trailer. And you could ask, you know, David Spira. Hi, my name's Mad Pans. Your game really sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what I wanted to say. No, but it was one of those things where like. Yeah, like Mike said, you get stuff from a military surplus store or whatever, and all of the old numbers are left on all of the equipment and have nothing to do with the puzzles. And and then they put other numbers on there that they just didn't use for puzzles and then told us like, oh, yeah, this game is actually technically 30 minutes long, but we didn't have but we're only doing a 10 minute version, but they didn't remove any of the puzzles from the 30 minute version. Next one up. (laughs) Very common, but near the bottom of the list is serial killer. We're tired mm. of serial killer. We're I don't know. Maybe you guys aren't. I'm kind of tired of serial. We're killers. tired of serial killer. Mm-hmm. I, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't put it in because everybody, you know, we're we're still. Is there a new so. like? There's been fun ones, right? I, yeah, it's hard to sure. say that serial killer is fun because it's like I don't know, but. You know, like we go to a couple, like I think we went to the one at Escape Area and that, that had a couple of cool moments to it. Um, it serial killer? Oh, Escape Area. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I was thinking something else. Couple of cool moments that had me like nervous. So normally in ser- serial killer rooms, I'm not scared. I just do not even care about the guy, you know, taunting me over the loudspeaker. But there was a moment in the Escape Area one where I was like, oh my God. So <gasps> I think. The one thing that I find funny with all serial killer ones are, you know, the serial killers in all cases are really, really smart. They're leaving all these like nifty little puzzles around for us to solve. And it's kind of like, huh, okay, maybe you went mad with all these puzzles. (laughs) But yeah, I I like to also kind of, for me, in terms of serial killer, I also like to kind of separate the saws from there as well, like the things trying to play off saw and that's sort of i, I guess that's the one you're talking about in escape parium oh really because yes. i would think that saw okay so saw is different from serial killer well no, for me it is for for he's just saying he wants to oh, separate okay. it yeah. yeah for me anyway uh, just because i think with saw i because i guess i was a fan of the first movie anyway th- there's certain there was there's some and again, I guess this is going back to the whole zombie thing, that there are expectations that we kind of expect to come out of these things. And when you, you're, you're, you're selling it as the Saw experience, one thing that I kind of see is, you know... Um, uh, A brilliant-minded... Well, serial killer that's fair. <laughs> no, not not it's always making that choice, right? Mm. Uh the the choice to sacrifice or choice to uh do something so other people can proceed or you know that 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 logical choice so so there is progression in the story because of this. And that's one thing that I find is missing in a lot of saw rooms. But I True. think yeah, escape party. That might be actually kind of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. We've or seen like it once, right? Yeah, I think we've only seen it once. One place in Buffalo, uh, where <laughs> Arrow got stuffed in a in an oven, and I had to go through a toilet. Go through a toilet, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, don't go through toilets. I don't like those. Oh no, but I mean, there was another one. I, that's that's a good. There's another one too here in Toronto where you had a choice. Yeah, yeah, in Mississauga, right? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you thinking Mississauga, Amanda? No. Oh, okay. Actually, there are a lot of ones that have choice in it. <laughs> but now that's three choose. now I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. So it does come up a little bit, but not like multiple choices throughout the game. Yeah. Which would actually kind of be very interesting. The multiple mm-hmm. choices through the game would be interesting. Hard to design. Yeah. It would but be yeah. interesting. Serial killers. The other thing with serial killers is like, I doubt that anybody actually sits down and tries to write out the serial killer's life story most of the mostly the serial killer is that guy laughing at you over the loudspeaker in an evil maniacal way (laughs) who taunts you and the only the only thing that's really there is there about him is that he wants to kill you dead and Mm -hmm. you know or toy with you and that's it that's that's all there is to him so i have yet to see Anything, or maybe I just haven't learned about it, where where someone actually has bothered with a backstory for the villain. No, I think they do have backstories. Like, if you can think Joker um, of Home Escape, which I didn't really like, but there was, like, all sorts of backstories, because you had to Mm. figure things out about him as one of the Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, cool. And I'm assuming there's backstory for other things. I just don't do the reading. So, (laughs) I thought you... You do all the reading. Well, there's like, not a any- lot of reading. They might, they might just do it. We just don't see it. Yeah, like well, the, like the journals. Anything that has a journal in it, I definitely don't read. Journals in escape rooms, I actually skim. Yeah, so a but- lot of the ones are usually with the serial killers. They're just you know a mm-hmm. whole page that goes die, die, blood. It told me to, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The voices <laughs> are too loud, and then it just goes slowly into madness, and that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of a backstory. You kind of learn, like, I was abused as a child, and yeah. then took up Satanism, you know. Yeah. Different things like that. <laughs> now but Satan. <laughs> but it's not as, you know, compelling for me to read, because I just know they want to kill me. Yeah. School. School. School's the next theme up. Is that a what? common one? I don't know. I guess we had it in there. <laughs> <laughs> How many only... schools have you done? Yeah, two. The schools... We've done two. Yeah, they were more common when we were starting to do it. Like, you know, the single room escapes, you know, uh, you're trapped in detention, yes. right? Yes. And it's like, well, even if I was in detention, I just I just walk out the door. Right. I think of three of them. Wow. Yeah. You were that kid. Wow. Actually, no. I bet you Mike never went to detention. No, he that's was true. like a good kid. I actually like <laughs> I like the detention theme actually. I don't think it's old yet because I haven't played that many of them, but yeah. mm-hmm. I like the detention ones we've done. Yeah. Unless they make you do math. Unless yeah. they make you do math, which is very possible in a schoolroom. But mm-hmm. who knows? Oh, one one type of school that's on the rise, I think, in escape room themes are magic schools or magic uh, academies. Yeah. True, true. I've seen that's a couple true. here in Ontario now. Mm-hmm. And the one that Montreal. we've been to, the one that I've been to at Omescape Scarborough is is quite impressive. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. I would say, and it's not for the sake of the guy who asked the question, but uh, the one in Escape are in the magic room. There is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, one of the ones that I would recommend anybody like to coming to Canada yeah. to try. 
Errol has a grumpy face right now because he missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I missed it too. I yeah. want to play it. Well, but... hopefully I'll get it. The nice thing about Montreal is we can, I can still go back. Yes. <laughs> Next one up is Vampire. <laughs> Brad? <laughs> Brad. Hey, here, here's, here's a challenge. Have we played a good vampire-themed room? Has that is had... a good challenge. <laughs> I love Brad. <laughs> like the closest I got. I think they, if you haven't listened to the last episode, because we talked no. about Brad, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Brad the vampire. Oh, wow. It still brings great memories. Brad the vampire. I look, ba- I look back on it fondly because it was so bad. <laughs> it was very bad. We, we actually cut this out of the last podcast. But one of the great things in Brad the vampire was there's a huge teddy bear on the wall. Oh right, and, right, and the and the and the reasoning for the teddy bear is that it was cursed and turned into a teddy bear, <laughs> and so it was hanging on this huge teddy bear hanging on the wall. It was part of a puzzle where you had to. Shine we didn't know why. I didn't know vampires had the ability to change people into teddy bears. But... <laughs> I think that's common knowledge, man. Parents. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you? I haven't been reading up on my Twilight lately. I guess but none of the Anne oh, Rice novels. I still remember seeing it. Like, what? Why is that? What is that for? <laughs> I thought it was like a child that, you know, was a te- with, like with that became a vampire. So now that, you know, they're all evil or they have all these powers, they can have a giant teddy bear if they wanted to. <laughs> Brad could have been a child. No, I, I have no idea. So before this turns into another rant on Brad. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not ranting. It was glorious. Yes. <laughs> so is there, do you guys think like what would you like to see out of a, a vampire escape room or what would be a cool one to have? I- like. Go ahead. I think one of the things that they can probably incorporate is roles. Uh, like sometimes in escape rooms, and they're really rare, is that you have a betrayer kind of role. Mm. Uh, maybe that you find out partway that one of your players is a vampire and their role is, or their objective is different from your role. So they, they for them to turn everybody into vampires, for everybody else to figure out who the vampire is and get out or kill the vampire. I don't know. Something I like think, that. I think the hard part of roles, though, is that it, you have to be really good at the role <laughs> uh, in order for it to be a fun game for everybody. But, it, but the, you know, it's just like playing werewolf for the very first time. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. And then it t- turns into a horrible game because nobody and knows if you what have, doing. And if you're like me and you have no poker face and you have no poker face even when you're innocent, uh, then it just... It, it's ruined very early on, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be neat, it'd be neat. I think if if you had a an escape room in which you played, uh, played a, a vampire. vampire servant or something like a Renfield, or what if you were vampires and there are all these NPCs that you have to kill? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're a vampire and you need to get enough blood Although to last I guess you it'd a be while. Horrible if you had to go around and bite people's necks. Well, wait, hang on, we're not actually. <laughs> about biting. Well, that's what vampires do. You know, they give you fake fangs and they said, okay, you go around and bite these people. But you have to start off small. This so sounds like not an escape room at this point. animals first. Like it's a rats. role-playing game. Yeah, a this LARP. just sounds like a LARP. <laughs> <laughs> this, this now sounds like a LARP. Yeah, don't do this, guys. <laughs> Their owner's thinking, oh, I should try this. That probably would be a or like, But I like idea. the idea of like you being rats. the vampires rather than oh. being imprisoned by the vampires, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're a bunch of vampires and the and villagers are coming to get you or you're a bunch of vampires and you need to like collect enough blood to last you for 
your next sleep or whatever. You can turn on your sparkle power. You can turn on your sparkle <laughs> power. But like, you know, if you go into a vampire room, I'm so tired of seeing, or I got, I got so tired of seeing posters of Twilight in every single vampire room we were going into. <laughs> that was that was getting tiring. I didn't even watch Twilight or read Twilight. Yeah, neither have I. Bomb diffusion. Huh? Bomb diffusion. Bomb diffusion. I haven't seen those for a while. <sighs> yeah. I mean, just, just like the classrooms, it, it was yeah. more so when Escape Rooms were starting it, out yeah. here. Yeah, but we haven't really seen crazy great implementations of it. Especially the finale, usually. Yeah, usually where you find it's the bomb. like, you know, you got to figure out what to cut, but then sometimes, and this is where the tech hiccups come. If, the, <laughs> if <laughs> you know, you cut the right wire, but the thing blows up, or you cut the right wire and nothing's changing, that's where the, it's you know, like you ruin the climax. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen a really good one, and it's hard for me to talk about it because then it'd be a spoiler. Where is it? Well, that's just it. Then it'd be a spoiler if I told you the room, right? Well, no, then people will know to go to it. Yeah, it's in five. It's five wits. It's one of five wits' room. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and if you talk to Leader, who's also done it. Yeah. yeah. The puzzles aren't like amazing, but the immersive... The immersive and experiential moments of this game are phenomenal. And the yeah. set design is good, too. So they did a good job. A bomb diffusal room was the very first room I played with Mike and Ruby. Right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. That you, you played before me with them. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. was... <laughs> We were yes. baiting that room, too, I remember. They asked us to come in for whatever reason, because I guess we didn't have a good time with their first room. And they're like, hey, come out, try out our bomb room. And I remember they were telling the story of uh, they had trouble opening that room at first because the props for the room had trouble coming over from stateside to Canada side at the border. Well, they ordered bomb looking like they, they ordered things that really looked like bombs. So... It got stopped. It got yeah. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do to make bomb diffusion games better, though? Mm. I mean, I know there is that one where it's like a big paint bomb, where if you fail it, you get sprayed uh. with paint. That's kind of cool. But I think oh, what, what you can do to make a game better is to have a few uh, fail, I mean, like multiple tries before it completely goes out. And I think mm. that's helpful because sometimes it's a little bit... Too much to ask the players. You got to get it right right now. And if you fail, then the game is over. If you mm. give them like, you know, three strikes and you're out, then I think that's a bit more fair. And it get, lets them get used to the fact that they got to get rid of a bomb, else it's going to explode. Game mechanic wise, that's better for sure. Or like mm -hmm. game flow wise, that's better. Narrative wise, it's kind of funny that someone will give you three oh, chances, yeah. but that's, I mean, well, that's you besides the point. The, you can yeah. make it into the narrative where all of a sudden, if you fail, the, the timer speeds up. Yep. Right? It doesn't have to be like, oh, uh, three... You can see three X's on it. It's like, oh, didn't work this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine the bomber just being like, I should give him a chance. <laughs> just in case. I don't know where the room is. I just remember seeing videos of it, Ruby, but there is a room where it's like a bomb defusal, and if it goes off because you fail, you it's like a paint splatter room you get splattered with paint and obviously you wear they give you protective clothing that's like, cool 
Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I'd like that. I actually like that better than when, like, if you run out of time, then someone just comes in the room. It's like you exploded, and <laughs> it's like I want an actual explosion, but not one that would kill me. You know, <laughs> makes sense. Next, next one up is prison. Prison. <laughs> It's How still... sick! Uh, that that's so that's higher up in the being liked list. Yeah, well, it's still near the middle. But okay, yes. okay. Yeah, the, we have a lot of themes to go through. Oh, okay. So yeah. we will we will zip through them. Then. Yes, I am kind of yeah there, but prison. Although I still wanna yeah. I still wanna do the. I wonder if I can find somebody to see if I can get the Don Jail. Yeah, we want to get the Don Jail. We just found out that this old historic jail here in Toronto is uh, being rented out for some performance or something and so oh. the idea that the don jail might be able to be rented uh i would totally do like you know your escape prison thing that you did except we'd do it better I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, it, was, it. it was no it was really good it was good yeah for the most part <laughs> if you had the right storyline if you had the right storyline and if yeah. you were good at puzzles uh, Sorry, if you like if you if you were good care at care about puzzles, if you didn't care, oh yeah, if you didn't care about puzzles, or if you didn't care about if you like interaction and that, that's it's fine. Prisons, yeah, they are. I, I'll I'll talk about the one we're talking about <laughs> anyway. The I, despite the, you know the, the downsides of the prison one I played in the Netherlands, that it was still fun. It was still a lot of fun and it was very ambitious and it attempted things that I would not have thought. Like it was the closest you got probably to like having a a day in the life of prison escape room. I think it was more of an immersive event, which it is, was more of an immersive event. Yes, it was more that's like amazing. that's technically not anything I'm as interested in. Yeah. Because I still like puzzles. you like the puzzles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm a weird person. Um. But let's let's that's a, that was a large scale event. That one was kind of and it was an in actual jail. If you could do a prison event in an actual jail, oh my gosh, more power to you because it just immerses you more. But let's let's talk about the smaller scale ones, the countless ones we've been to. Well, I've also done another one, and that was the Cornwall jail. That was also in a jail. Oh yeah, and it only had like I don't know. There was like six of us. Yeah, how was that? It was. I liked it because they. You know, I like trying new things. Okay, so but what was new about puzzles it? Puzzles weren't that great. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's, it would be spoilers. It's hard to explain. Yeah, it's hard to explain. It's not that the puzzles weren't great; they were still your standard fare. Just that the narrative didn't flow as well. Meh. Meh. I mean, <laughs> it's. Mm, I, I'd have to go into spoiler territory. Okay, don't go into so, spoiler territory. So I, I, I did appreciate what they did because we were running all over that jail. It mm-hmm. was like a huge place. We started off in the courtroom, and then we were thrown into jail. And then we were Ooh. running to all different parts of the jail, like solitary confinement, going into the sh- warden's office. Right. So they did a good job of t- of exploring the whole space. That's cool. I think for smaller scale ones, like you know, usually for the companies that go for the one or two room escapes, like you can't really go too wrong with the prison one because usually you're starting off from inside a cell Mm -hmm. right and then you have to make your way to escape the cell maybe make your way into the warden's office or just find your way out and i find with the primarily with uh 
these kind of prison escapes, a lot of them are kind of tactile puzzles yeah. because they can't really stick a whole bunch of boxes in your prison cell, which some do, but you know, it makes <laughs> you question why there are boxes in there. But mm-hmm. most of the time, it's like, there's a key on the wall. Okay, so we need to get the keys to open <laughs> our cell doors. How do we get that? Well, we have these paper towels, we have these sticks, we have whatever that are all scattered around. Let's try to make an arm or something, right? Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of them, they try to play it simply. And sometimes going simple just makes it more fun just because, you know, you're not overthinking this Sudoku and this box that's in your cell. So one, one of the recent escapes that we did here in Toronto that had a really cool mechanic was was a, a role-playing aspect that I thought was very interesting. Oh, and I've done that one too. Yeah, I it really it. elevated I loved too. it. I thought it had... Errol sure did love it. <laughs> <laughs> he, yes. he, he kind of overwhelmed our, our I was, hosts, I think. And I think when I first saw it, when I first saw it, I was going, oh, great, another prison. But that role-playing aspect yes. was a lot of fun. Really but that's me because I'm an extrovert and I like role-playing and almost any escape room. Right. <laughs> I, I, I liked it too because even, yeah, it was it was fun. And it was fun to see, to get into it. And mm. it was it was also for us, it was just hilarious to watch Errol get into the role a little too easily. <laughs> Actually, when did, when did you do it? Did you do it before us or after us? I think I did it after. After you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a quick question. Have we ever done a, dis- a prison escape that didn't start as a split room? That's a good question. I bet you the one at Alpha... No, the one that's at, at Escape. No, where's that one that was on Young Street? At that es- wasn't at split. Escape. No, but yeah. at Escape, you didn't start in separate rooms. You started together. Yeah. You started because yeah. there's only one jail cell. Yeah. Yeah. So. Same thing with the Western and... Oh, I haven't done the Western. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. But you're right. No, no, I do yes. get your point. There are a lot of uh, jail ones make you start split. in a split. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, So challenge to you. Do a jail room that doesn't start as a split room. last time we did room. a split room, you all said, okay, Errol, go by yourself. I, mean, I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. You made me go by myself. Well, no, no, I was quite like, for some reason, Margot thought that I didn't want to be by myself. That's oh, why. So oh, she came okay. running over. She's like, or, oh, you're by yourself? I'm like, uh, and I was about to say, it's fine. She was like, okay, I'll come over there. Yeah, and- I think it's because Margot didn't want to be in a cell with me. <laughs> you would have just made toilet jokes the whole Thanks, time. Thanks, Margot. Yeah. You don't even listen to this podcast. Yes, she, she does. does. Okay. Yeah, she does. Thanks, Margot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like split rooms that much. And that's, no, I don't Well, either. it depends. I actually, like. it's fine with, with you guys. Actually, it's fine. Actually, it's fine. I like split rooms. Well, no, it depends on what I'm doing, whom I'm doing it with, right? Exactly. So, but lately, all the split rooms I've been doing it have been with my team, so it's all been fine, actually. Because you can trust us to get ourselves out of our own selves. Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> or to at least communicate information to you. I think I just, I just have PSTD from PSTD. <laughs> I stopped because like, wait, what did he just say? Post-syndrome totorum disorder. I don't know. 
because of all the split rooms where it was horrible. Yeah. Oh, and I hated them so much. I did. I do too. I do too. Wow, it was that because bad. I just sat and thinking, what are we gonna do? They've asked all their hints. We're still stuck. <laughs> Moving on. Next theme. Oh, medical or asylum? Right. Yeah, that's that's been pretty played out. It's been pretty played out. Mm-hmm. Any any good examples of them that we can think of? Well, they're kind of a touchy subject too. They are. They're yeah. getting to be a bit controversial, mm-hmm. yeah. especially the asylum ones, yeah. because of the connotations with mental health and. I mean, if you ever, if ever you watch documentaries about asylums in, say, like the twenties or the thirties, yeah, they were terrible, terrible places to be. Mm-hmm. So, kind of playing that up for entertainment is and the worst room in the world, and the worst ah. room. In the world oh yeah, was it is asylum. set. Oh, I okay. I know we've ranted about it. Okay, we don't 50 have to. Times. Next one up is no, music. No, but there's one thing that pisses me off oh. the most about it, is that oh, they actually right. based it on a historical thing here right. in Toronto, and they just didn't even do any research on it like yeah. at all well, and i hate some, it because we had a video of it yeah had a there video of it with a picture yeah. saying this used to be an asylum that's it nope here's a crazy doctor again i didn't watch the video <laughs> you so, didn't no there was she nothing was else to do but watch the video no. yeah anyway music that's an actual theme. Music is an, like, is that a common theme, like a music themed room? There have been a couple music themes. I, okay, Do you remember doing Stringer Requiem? <laughs> no, what? but I remember doing oh. the one. Uh, it's in that downtown location on Spadina, yeah, the where you're stuck in a sound studio. Yeah, that was. Oh, I didn't yeah. like the fact that it was cramped. Oh, it was horrible. I think the one thing about music rooms that I don't like <laughs> is usually the expectation that you actually have. To be able to read knowledge. notes, uh, not in all of them. Like, of course, uh, some of the better designs. Of course, they'll have you know helper sheets or whatever. But yeah, I'm not yeah. so crazy about that because it's an outside knowledge that not everybody has. Well, there's See, usually stuff the, in the that's room. That's the only time I'm useful to the divas. Yeah, I have yet to actually do a music puzzle because <laughs> normally we come across... Well, there's I'm no point. sorry, Matt. No, no, no. It's wonderful. There's no point. Because if I had to do a music puzzle, I'd have to stare at the notes. I'd have to memorize the notes and uh, and memorize the letters that are associated with each one. I'd have to walk over to the piano and play it. Instead, we can just go to Errol. He goes and plays the piano and sight reads or whatever and then knows the song and then remembers it and then that's it. It's solved. So if you have if you have musical knowledge, you have a huge like advantage in these rooms where if, if you're like me and took one piano lesson when you were nine and then your mom didn't want to pay for them anymore. like <laughs> There aren't that many music rooms, though. No, I, no. I can't really think of any. I mean, sometimes you could have maybe, you know, music. There's music puzzles. Yeah, music puzzles. Definitely music puzzles. Like when you like the if you think about it, the DJ room kind of like dead air could have been music, but it was also zombie as well. Themes can cross crossover themes. Library, Mike's favorite one. Oh, how many libraries libraries have we been in? Ah. Not that libraries. many. If you're thinking of just library rooms, they usually have other things in the library room. Yeah. All right. The gist is, if you have books and, you know, you got to make clear what's important and what's not. You don't want... I think one of the earliest 
reasons why I don't like these kind of <laughs> rooms is that we went into a room and it, it had one of my favorite prison rooms in that that place but like it was sold as a library this this other room and it was just like three or four ikea bookshelves full of like any kind of books and it had like kids books it had encyclopedias it had everything and literally i had to flip through these four shelves of books to find stuff and uh yeah that that that's why have bad memories with libraries most escape rooms now either glue all the books Mm. or yes. tell you there's nothing in those books no yes. look mm-hmm. the one the one room that i played that had this is one that split into three different separate rooms there was like 16 of us right? oh i know what you're talking about oh. i was in the library in that one I was in the library and I hated every moment of it because it was <laughs> it was an actual library like we were in an actual library. It was and nice. There were it was nice. It was nice. There were yeah. bu- there were books floor to ceiling. Yes. And you had to search for certain ones. Yes. And you had to search every single wall going up going down and it's mm-hmm. not because they didn't follow the Dewey decimal system. No, 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 no. There were no systems. It was random books everywhere. And it pissed me off so much and made an already kind of frustrating experience more frustrating. So, yeah. Yay, library. So if you're going to have a library, like Mike said, make it obvious which books you need to pay attention to. Mm Mm-hmm. Westerns. Is Western common? Not well, common escape here. Escape maze is all Western, if you think about well, it. That's, true. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a whole that's, facility. That's yeah. true. And, you know, if you... I've, I've done a few ones. Oh, yeah, we've done like saloons. Yeah, saloons. Saloons are a big one. <laughs> uh, the Western oh. one, Escape the Sick. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. thing, if you're going old-timey, don't have lockout safes. <laughs> wow, have you seen that? Oh, yeah, we yeah, have. In Ottawa. Ah. It was oh, like five lockout seats. Yeah. And it's like, why are we doing this? Oh, and, 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 and if your hint system involves calling the GM in, don't have them banging on the door when they enter. You'll freak out the oh. man pans. Or like if you have I wanted to a punch hint her system in the that needs a phone to dial, don't make people dial with a rotary phone, like a 10-digit phone number each time. Oh, yeah, that. It brings up the larger question, too, of like how if you're going to do a historical escape room, try to think of things that would historically make sense in the room. I mean, called again, not anachronistic, 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 acrostic. Go say mimesis 50 times and you'll be forgiven. Yeah, like. Trying to think of that. I know it's not always possible because you might have a lower budget or whatever, but try to think of puzzles that actually make sense to that time period as well as, you know, being fun. Don't put a Sudoku in there. Do not put... Well, I think that goes without saying. Put a Sudoku in an office room that's themed Uh, around office workers who are wasting time. in anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Huh? (laughs) Airplane! Is that okay? <laughs> I swear there's only one. <laughs> oh no, no, we've oh, done no, a few. Oh no, we've done two. We've done a oh, few, a few. I think. Was it okay, so we have crashed airplane? Yeah. Crashing airplane. Yeah. <laughs> um so one with an airplane that isn't gonna crash. That usually is the stakes, right? It's going yeah. to crash or it has crashed. Yeah. Um yeah. and you need to like survive or you need to find 
Usually the crashed airplanes are older, right? And you've... It could always just be that maybe these are more common elsewhere, too. I don't uh, know. Okay. Okay. But Who came up not. with the list? I don't know. Okay. I think I grabbed this list from Scott's... From Scott's initial 2013 peaking, 2014 peaking behind oh, okay. locked doors. Oh wow! 15. Yeah, there there are other ones that could go in here. I realize that there is no magic, and that's a very common one. Magic that is yeah. very common now. More common, yeah. yeah. Next one up is Sherlock. That's a common one. Sherlock or Detective? Oh, yeah. Actually, I think Detective is on its own. Oh, oh so enough, Sherlock is separate Sherlock from Detective. Rooms. Yeah, because there's enough Sherlock rooms. Because it's it's a free IP, if you think about it. That is true. Right? And anybody can do a Sherlock room. Hmm. Have we? Have I done? I haven't done a Sherlock and room. I know nerds. Yeah, you have. The new escape room. Have I? <laughs> the one Which where one? Errol overreacted and beat up Mike. Oh, that was more of a Murdoch mystery. So that wasn't oh, Sherlock. That wasn't true. Sherlock. That's, That's Murdoch, Murdoch, not Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> not actual Sherlock. Sorry. <laughs> No, Murdoch just invents everything. <laughs> I think a Sherlock room is basically they take a lot of old stuff, throw it into a room, and then saying Sherlock's going to be here soon, or you have to help Sherlock out. Here and comes solve. Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. And solve a logic puzzle to see who the. So, what would you like to see in a Sherlock room? Sherlock scan. Sherlock what? scan. You oh, so somehow <laughs> you want on the TV show Sherlock. To be able to have his thought process personified <laughs> in an escape room. You know what I did like? I like in the Sherlock game where you have to find all the evidence and instead of doing a logic puzzle, they give you... What, is, what do they do? They, your Sherlock game we play. The, advent, the, the video game. Oh, um... I don't know what it's called. Oh, the logic points. Right. Yeah. So you have to like make deduction and connections and stuff. Uh, so this is Frogware's Sherlock games. So it's if you they're they're fun to play. Yeah. But you don't usually do a puzzle. You kind of like observe the evidence, and then all the evidence is presented to you, and then you have to try and connect which evidence is related to the other one, and then eventually you get actually probably a few choices of what the possibilities could be for who actually committed a murder or a crime. But how you could do that in an escape room i have I no, am no idea, idea. So. we have not cracked that code yet yeah <laughs> that'd be really hard another thing i guess would be kind of cool is if we actually had to make had to make yourself one of those crime boards yes that, that would, would be cool if you got time. to if you uh, if you got to actually like place things up on the board i think that'd be a fun tactile thing in an escape room hmm. um but I you're wanna, right, it would take a long time. I do I haven't played the Sherlock well obviously. The one that's opened in London. I haven't um, heard anything about it though. I've been seeing good good reviews okay. of it. And okay. yeah, it looks exciting. So that's I don't know how that is. People can tell us. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> Carnival. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a more common one. Yeah. Hmm. Usually they're filled with carny games. Yeah. Yep. I feel like carnival games have a lot of, yeah, like um, physical puzzles, like throw this at this thing and get it, or <laughs> calculate the score, or what else is in there? Oh, mostly it's throwing. There's a lot of throwing in the carnival themed but then, rooms. You know, you can also have animals. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Poo. Animals. Poo. <laughs> the poo of animals. 
The next one we have is detective police and crime. That's a very common one. Yep. Yeah. Usually involving logic puzzles. Mm-hmm. Usually involved, like, yeah, we have... I think it'd be hard, difficult to do detectives in escape rooms. Without having logic puzzles. Without having the logic puzzles at the end. It's the most common thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sort of, it's, it's, it's comparing the evidence, right? It's not a bad thing. It's no. Just, yeah. No, but there's, it's rare that I'll actually feel like a detective in a room, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually solving something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, and I mentioned this before, that it'd be kind of cool if you could somehow, you know, maybe if there was an actor that's a, a, a detective there. And you could say, hey, go and get this analyzed for fingerprints. Yeah. Right. Mm. And like I remember there's an old text game called Suspect in Infocom where you're an actual suspect. And one person has a drink, puts it down, and you have to grab that drink, but with gloves on. Because if you don't, then when they come back, nope, the fingerprints were too smudged. Oh, that's so funny. It might be interesting to do that. It'd be hard, but you know, if if it is something that allows you to keep resetting, it's like she keeps drinking from another glass. Oh, you know what would be cool glass. if you had it? Yeah, if you had an escape where you're a bunch of, yeah, like where you're a bunch of detectives and somebody is in a restaurant, an actor's just sitting in a restaurant, and you have to covertly gather, try and gather evidence or distract him in order to get the things you need, and you're undercover or something, yeah, and then oh, it'd be funny. That'd be so cool. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Make that room, owners. Or if you had to also do things like, you know, bug them. Like put the bug underneath the table. (gasps) Yes, and then listen to his conversations. Conversations, (laughs) write it down. And then he gets a phone call and you can hear his phone. Ah! Okay, make it. Make it. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe you have to like get some sort of binoculars and watch him put his password into the phone. And so then you could like maybe somehow steal the phone and then put the, and then get, you know, oh, wow. We could have all sorts all right, of fun. make it. <laughs> Heist and thieves. Heist? Or thieves. Being, oh, yeah. stealing something. Heist is, oh, that's a big one. Mm. Bring out the laser mazes. Mm-hmm. Are there heist ones without laser mazes? Probably. For lower budget rooms. Yeah. yeah. But if they had the budget, there'd be a laser maze. There'd be a laser maze. <laughs> They're fun. For other people, not for me, but <laughs> I don't know. My butt's too big. I really liked the heist theme in, in It just sticks up. In Amsterdam, the Sherlock game. And just um, sets off all sorts of laser ringing. I don't want to talk about your butt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that one that one actually was the closest I felt to actually being in a heist. So that was pretty neat. The fact that you get a text message beforehand being like, meet me on the fifth floor of this weird parking garage. You actually kind of feel like you're in danger, which is fun. Maybe maybe for the wrong reasons, but it's fun. <laughs> I know I've been zipping through these. I know. We've been going on for a while and we haven't asked people what their favorite one is. So why don't we combine it with the next one up, which is Spy. So favorite heist or thievery or spy game. Hmm. Mike and R- Ruby, because we haven't let them talk for a while. Sorry. <laughs> spy. <laughs> or heist. Or thief. I don't know. I don't um, have a favorite of those. Yeah, generally, I mean, <laughs> most of these things will have... Yeah, some sort of laser maze and whatever. I, I uh, We just let Ruby do it. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's the gist. When I see it, I just look at Ruby and I walk away just because she tends to do those things better. I don't know. I, I can't like, think of a good one that I really enjoyed. I mean, like, we we obviously enjoyed it when we first started, but now it's mm-hmm. sort of like they all, all these rooms seem to use the same sort of mechanics, okay? <laughs> you walk into the first room, you have to break into the laser maze room, laser maze room will either have the object or lead you to the next room which will which will help you to get the actual thing uh i I can remember a laser maze that i didn't like (laughs) (laughs) um i know many of them yeah yeah yeah. like ones in egypt but anyway (laughs) (laughs) so so here's a a quick question or maybe not a quick question what would you like to see from future heist rooms or is there something that you think would make them better for you or more fresh for you? I don't know. I think these kind of things, people always want to live out something that's just totally out there. And, um, you know, in terms of heists, one of the ones, and I don't know if like kids are going to be too young to remember this but if you remember the first mission impossible that's probably like <laughs> one of the ultimate kind of high scenarios right you're dropping in from the ceiling mm. you got like heat and sound sensors, sensors yeah. and you- you're in a subway and, and the explosion of a helicopter <laughs> propels you to safety yeah something like that <laughs> it's fun so to like get a helicopter a yeah. scale a wall yeah <laughs> yeah you're actually doing a heist and then you find out at the end is like you actually stole something <laughs> it wasn't an escape room you actually stole something <laughs> science science as yeah, in like, like mad labs. scientists like mad mad scientists mad kind scientists, of thing chemical labs laboratory I, yeah um tesla what? I haven't seen a Tesla room. What? Except for the one that we did on uh, Escape Tesla? This Podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tesla room, yeah. Anything that re- that has you, you know, breaking into somebody's lab. And, and looking at colored beakers. That is a time travel thing. And all of a sudden, they've figured out how to warp space. You know, those kinds I think some kind of really quick uh, shock and awe things that you can do is uh, just some really simple chemical things. Like mm-hmm. I remember one science room that we did together. Well, we started off in a cell and I don't know why we started off in a cell. <laughs> but uh, as we broke out, we at some point we had to mix some chemicals and then we got our solution from from mixing all those chemicals. It was a bit messy. I don't remember this. Mm. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were mixing up chemicals. And then it it was just a simple solution. We produced this foam solution coming out of it. Yeah. You, you don't remember this? That Ruby's a, looking at yeah, me like I'm making this I up. I remember it. I don't remember that this. Was, that, was what, that was where they were very proud of the hint system, yes. but yes. we never used it. <laughs> oh. It also had a smell puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Almost almost every science place or laboratory place has those gloves inside a box thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You got to manipulate something yeah. and yeah. I like the idea of I, I don't know where we yeah, I guess we were test subjects or something. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, we oh. were test subjects and 
I haven't I haven't played one yet where I'm like a lab assistant or something who just needs to Lab rat is really interesting, the one in LA. Oh yeah? Because you are human test subjects. Oh cool. So I, I don't know what it's a spoiler or not, but they do a very cute they it's a very whimsical fun game. Cool. That's hmm. why it's like up there for the top twenty five. Yeah. How many more of these are there? I only had like seven written down when I when I made my notes. <laughs> okay, I'll keep I'll go. Supernatural we kinda covered. Yeah. But that oh. could all that could really be the magic one. So can let's I, talk about Can magic. I also just make a quick note about ghosts? Oh yes. Yeah. Just a quick one, because I haven't seen this yet, and I was mentioning this to Errol a few weeks ago. I have yet to see a ghost room that actually, where you're playing paranormal investigators that use actual ghost hunting gadgets. Yeah. And they yeah. adapt themselves so well to escape rooms. Yeah. You have your, like... EKG meter. You have, like, your tape recorder to record ghostly sounds. You yeah. have your um, camera that would show, like, different orbs or stuff or whatever. You know, and that'd be the perfect time to use augmented reality technology yeah yep. you have your electromagnetic reader that like reacts to like different electric electric fields in you the room you could have a phone that takes pictures of ghosts yeah in the area if you use augment augmented <laughs> reality technology you could uh, you could have yeah like a, ca- a static camera set up where you have to look at the from a security does room anybody do that no no they emulate 3d real objects on your camera to manipulate. Oh, you're just talking about augmented reality now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was my note about ghosts. Make the room. This is called Make the Room, the podcast. Historical. We kind of touched on that yeah. a little bit. I mean, with Western, we did. Yeah. Historical, I'd like to see more of. I'm a big sucker for historical themes. Um, I like I like learning things. I, I was one of those stupid kids nice. that played edutainment games. Yeah, no, but it's also kind of nice because you can hopefully get in touch with historical sites mm-hmm. yeah like the one we did at mckenzie house it was genuinely cool to learn about the history of toronto just not the puzzles just yeah not the puzzles <laughs> space we don't see enough we're actually the second most popular in there 2018 in space space we don't see hmm. too many space themes we've seen one of our not worst experiences but most <laughs> Fun bad experiences. <laughs> most right. most of the yeah, most of the experiences in space haven't been that. Don't great play for me. Star Trek clips. Or oh oh space the oh wow You're yeah the so worst space smart. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. <laughs> I thought you were thinking of like, the one where we're like shove the baby up the tube. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Oh wow, yeah, that was a fu- that was fun actually. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. To that come was to fun. go outside to discover something. Yeah, it was neat. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't always consistent in its theme, but it was it was a fun <laughs> it was a fun ending. To yes, it. yes. But I think it'd be kind of cool. I, it would require a large budget, but I'm hoping that some large budget escape room will be able to make a realistic looking spaceship on the inside mm. Mm. that'd but, be cool right but that would be cool how do you do a realistic spaceship well we well, kind of know. had one with a uh, escape station uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but like but i mean as far as like gorgeous consoles go yeah that was built but now, now mind you 
we hated that room. Yes. And we were sad that something so nice looking had I mean, such a poor I mean, take a look play. at old sets from old TV shows. And sometimes some of those sets are better than yes. what we have, right? Because I don't know. I mean... Do you just want a TARDIS? Most... Pardon? So do you just want a no, TARDIS? No, I don't want just a TARDIS. <laughs> I'm just thinking... I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, you need a huge budget for it. And is it worth it? I don't know. To make a set that's like metal well not metal but you know what i mean it kind of looks like a most of it has been oh look we're in a cardboard plywood spaceship <laughs> right <laughs> or drywall space you know it'd be kind of nice it kind of looked like metal yeah. and the most popular one still and surprisingly enough because this is everywhere but i i still think it's kind of cool is tomb in ancient civilizations I'm yeah. for that one. and so that's why this is like these these themes are catch all because you know you could still put a Mayan tomb or mm-hmm. an Egyptian tomb, yeah, or you know any other type of. It's tomb. it's the one that you could do so like that could be so cool, but also the one that has the most potential to be the worst. To go wrong, it's, yeah. I think I think it's one of those divisive ones. It's like you could either get it really right or really wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's hard because we all have an idea of what a tomb looks like because of Indiana Jones or Tomb Raider or any ancient Egyptian let's break into the pyramids or whatever, right? We know what it looks like. And then you go into an office and it doesn't look like a tomb to you. The office. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the problem because we have expectations. If your expectation is you're going to break into an office to steal something from a safe, you can make something look like an office really well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I like I like the kind of ancient civilization themes where if they take place in an office, it's almost like you're coming into an archaeologist's office. So you can still get cool, ancient-looking things without having to make the whole room into a tomb. That's right? true. So you can still get that sense of history and that sense of, you know, wonder. But then again, you're not robbing a tomb. It's not as exciting. But still, <laughs> you're not robbing it. it I don't know, but but I, I do like those themes because they're still you know they're still like we still had hidden compartments, we still had like extra rooms and stuff, but we we didn't necessarily like have to be in a tomb to feel that excitement. But they've never mm-hmm. ever made us jump across a chasm with an ice pick where you can just hook onto a crumbling ledge and pull yourself up. Well, no, that would I you would do all that? Room, probably. No, no, I'd die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't even jump a wall. <laughs> no, you were fine. Oh, barely. It took me a long time. I'm too heavy. And my butt's too big. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up your butt again. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I really, I, I love ancient Egypt. So, I love ancient Egyptian rooms. Even if they're not like perfect, wait. Except when they have laser mazes in them or laser harps, wait. then I'm really angry. Can't wait to see what you think of uh, Anubis when we get the thirteenth gate. Oh yes. Oh, rub it in, <laughs> Errol. You gotta come. You should come. If no, you'd I like to see come. Errol come, email us at roomescapedivas mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. It's. I can't come. I can't take off all that vacation. You can come yeah, for that family. one day. <laughs> fly down for one day and fly back yep. yeah <laughs> love to that'd be amazing anyway we're done we we may have skipped some themes mm-hmm. you know we didn't do like surreal themes like 
kingdom of cats. Right. I was going to bring up like, what are some of the more unique escape themes that I'm you have seen? We don't have pet theme, pet themes, animal theme. But like, I think of firefighters room as being a really unique room because yeah. I don't see a lot of like firefighter themed rooms out there. Mm-hmm. Right? Pirate. Now pirates getting more pirates. Wait, that was on my list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as as being popular, mm-hmm. we've been in the ones with offices with like just decorations and nets on the wall. Yep, and we've been in ones that are like feel like you're inside a ship. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. IP related rooms. Have we played a good one of those? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is true. Well, you know, the prison one that we did that we actually enjoyed because of the role playing was an IP related one. What? We just didn't know. Oh, yeah. We didn't know it was an IP related room. <laughs> really? Because it's, yeah. it's a Canadian show that none of us watch. <laughs> oh, what? Bad Blood. It's yeah. a cult. Oh, bat- actually, Murdoch Mysteries was also an IP related one. We enjoyed oh, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah. We enjoyed oh, that okay. one. Yeah. So it can be done. Yes. Yay. Done. But, but it was done because we didn't re- really know anything. Of the source material, yeah. And that was- I don't watch Murdoch, so I don't know yeah. anything about. Oh, I knew the I knew the source material, mm. but but not for the one we did, the prison one. That's so we funny. Walked out, I was like, that was a themed room, <laughs> so or that was an IP room. Maybe those rooms are better if you don't know the IP. That's yeah. probably very true. I I've spoken to people like I because of our other podcasts, I know people like who are really really into mm. certain kind of shows, and like I know some people who are like crazy fans of Murdoch and they did enjoy the Murdoch room and they've done and I guess it's fair to say if you haven't done a lot of escape rooms you'll probably enjoy anything but you know they've they've done more than a handful they've Mm -hmm. done some of the city's best yeah and I think it's 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 not easy but it's it's easier to set up expectations with a Murdoch room it's probably harder to set up expectations if you do a Harry Potter room True. Yeah, because people who want to be Harry Potter want to cast spells, <laughs> and that's that's hard to do in an escape room. Yeah, without a lot of, you know. Yeah. We did right. an IP room that was based on an anime or slash uh, manga, oh. and yeah, we brought All a friend right. that that was like very interested in that manga. Or he really liked the story or whatever it was, and he didn't like the room also much, right? Are we talking about Death Note? How many Death Note rooms have we done? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, or at least how many rooms have employed the Death Note secret compartment? <laughs> yes, there's a lot, surprisingly. There's a lot. It's funny. It's just like everybody loves that secret compartment. Mm-hmm. Any themes that you'd like to see? Train. Yes, we want another train. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to like to do a train one, a good train. I would like one. a compartment on that train. I would like a sleep compartment. Yeah, a sleep compartment on a dirigible. Wait, but there is okay. a train one coming up at Imaginarium. Oh right. Yes. Right. So at least that one is uh, on the list of Yay. possibly we can do. Train. We can long mansion on a deserted island. Like, so we, you know. we're gonna we're gonna get an abandoned jail, and then <laughs> Errol, yeah, Errol's like, I wonder where we can get a uh, an abandoned island with a mansion on it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, with how much money do you have? Yeah, so I don't have any money. I'm so. still single, so I need to find some rich eccentric guy who will <laughs> be willing to I'm you know okay buy an island <laughs> and build a mansion on it. It's good that you're so, okay with that, Errol. <laughs> 
if you are a rich eccentric who would like to, you know. I, I remember seeing, I think it was Jonathan who, who sent me a link where you can buy or rent a town. What? <laughs> it's like an abandoned village somewhere. Oh, in that's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that and I'm cool. like, oh, that'd be amazing. You we would, could just rent a whole go. town. Wouldn't that that be would amazing? be cool. You just, you just need like some blockbuster movie mogul guy or something to come by and just be like, I no, want to fund your project. That's true, because they would only want to do it for a marketing sense mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to making money sense. See, yeah. that's what we need to find. Yeah. If it's people who want to make money, then they shouldn't come to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because we're not going to make anybody any money. Mike, Ruby, any themes that you would like to see? Hmm. <gasps> Castle in the Sky. It, Errol, you had your turn. Oh. <laughs> I would like to see a fun video game or superhero theme room. But... That's true. But that's a lot of IP. <sighs> yeah. Well, even if it's not necessarily, you know, specific IP mm. or just kind of, you know, fun elements of games or fun elements. And when I say games, I, I guess I'm referring to like retro things like 80s 90s kind of games or even further Mm. back if you want to go further back uh and superheroes you know elements of being superheroes make the characters or the players have superpowers of some sort 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 or short uh, whatever (laughs) i don't know i feel like i really wanted to play something that's more Cat cafe. No, something that's like, like, <gasps> like, ice like, cream room? like the stories that we've been trying to create, or like the games that we're trying to create, right? Like the whole theater yeah. thing, the whole stay over for a night or two I thing. I want to do a musical. Yeah, like what? it'll be nice to play these rooms too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really exciting when we hear about these kinds of experiences. Unfortunately, none of them have been in Toronto yet, so we can play them. Mm -hmm. But (sighs) someday. One day. Anyway, this isn't a mini-sode anymore, is it? No. No. I don't know. No. It's 9.30. I think so. Yes. And I know Ruby's sick. Yes. But but she still stayed awake for us. Yes. Thank you, Ruby. (laughs) <laughs> so we should say goodbye. Do we have any other questions that we had to answer? We do not have any other questions. Yes. Oh, nobody sent any questions but in. But please tell us what your favorite themes are, and you or know, send us questions. Send us questions. Yeah. We're, we're getting around to answering them now, so it's great. Hey, hey. what do you mean? Getting? We always answer questions. <laughs> anyway. Roomescape Divas is brought to you by InverseGenius.com. You can go to InverseGenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at RoomescapeDivas at gmail.com. Mentioned a couple times already in this podcast. Yes, I did because you're pinching me. (laughs) I didn't pinch you. You're trying to. No, I'm not. Stop touching each other. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) She touched me first. You threatened me. I did not threaten you. You did. You're a toucher. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Facebook, click the like button on the Roomscape Divas Facebook page, and you can find us on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag R-E-Divas. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.